It's Thursday. Today is Thursday. I've brought you the greatest gift of all. Oh, yeah? Well, in that case... Entertain me! It's showtime. Make use of the help that God puts around you. We are not a glum lot. A promise is a promise. It's very simple. Just don't drink and go to meetings. Give time, time. Easy does it. I do it. Want to have self-esteem? Just do esteemable things. One day at a time. We carry the message, not the alcoholic. Don't quit before the miracle happens. We're the effective characters. Three guys sitting around talking about our personal experience in recovery. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Dennis. And I'm James. The opinions are around. We don't represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. And today we'll be sharing our experience with using fellowship in recovery in this episode 41 of the Defective Characters podcast. Let's go. Yeah, you got you guys look good for forty one. Thank you. It's the cucumbers I put on my eyes every night. Is that what it is? I just I just bought a cucumber. That's so funny you said that. <laughs> hey, you know what I read? You're not supposed to put the cucumbers in the fridge. You're not supposed to store it in there. It'll actually uh, spoil. I just put it in there. For real? You got to take it out. Yep. But it's funny because pickles, pickles go in the fridge, right? And they're the ones. That I just are took in my cucumber out. Not going to spoil. And what do they say? Once you're a pickle, you can never turn back into a cucumber. Pickle Rick. Pickle Rick. That. That's right. That's that's what it what it is. So how's how's everything going, uh, Dennis? You wanna you wanna set the scene of uh, where we're at right now since it's uh, through the radio they can't see. We're on Please a do. warm, sunny morning in the beautiful state of Florida in the quaint town of celebration on the edge of a lake that is slowly rippling from the cool breeze that is going. We're sitting at a picnic table under a nice gazebo. The sun is warm, the air is humid, and the squirrels are looking at us like we're insane. You know what I realized? Is this kind of insensitive because James is still like in lockdown. So he's still locked down away from us, but we're actually enjoying the sun. Yeah, but he's got air conditioning. James, James, do you got AC? <laughs> I do indeed. <laughs> um, I wanted to do this um, this topic of fellowship when we could uh, all be together, but I couldn't wait. I was like a, a five-year-old boy on Christmas morning, and um, I figured, huh, I at least got two out of the three of us together <laughs> in person. It's, it's the two important ones, so... <laughs> um, How's everything Indeed. going, James? How is that AC? Wait, what have you been up to? AC is good. Um, I, you know, as you guys know, I picked up my children two weeks ago, <laughs> and I did uh, quarantine, which means they were in their own separate rooms, and we stayed six feet apart for the two weeks. And today is the day where I get to hug them and embrace them, and then we get to go out and have fun. So it was very important. Yeah, my children. Mm-hmm. Your kiddos? Is that what you said? And um, it's funny because I called up Dennis yesterday. I was like, Dennis, I, I need to go pick my mm. car up out of the shop. Come get me. He's like, okay. And God bless him. He gave me a little Minecraft Lego toy. And, and right before I got in the car, I got a call from my wife. She's like, what are you doing? You can't get in the car with someone else. You're still in quarantine until tomorrow. I was like, but, but no, no exceptions. Tell Dennis you're going to walk. And I, I said, sorry, Dennis, I love you, but I got to walk. 
hey man, I'm not, I'm not. Why do you just jump in the trunk? Over a lake of sharks and lava. You could have, you could have just jumped, jumped in the trunk. I, I, yes. I think he's going by the ha- the happy wife, happy life philosophy. Oh yeah. So it's better just to like make me drive five minutes out of my way for no reason mm. than to piss off your wife all day. See, before I ah. came into the program, I would always say, lie to wife, yeah. happy life. Digging your own hole. Yeah. And where'd that go? <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I am happy to report that I am Got very... enough to wind up in AA. <laughs> well, I'm a lot better at that and not saying anything. When, like, when I see my wife that is upset or something's not right, I know, like, now that okay it could be me but it's usually something she's going through i i just i sit back i don't say a word and i just like relax in the day and like try to keep my mind off of her because there's really nothing i can say until she comes out of it does that make sense (laughs) yeah yeah don't I, stir up the pot. Give people yes. space and time to process whatever Dennis, they need to Dennis process. Dennis definitely they usually will come to you pot a few times when mm. they need it. The attention they need. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just put the put the ladle down. That's what they say. You know, stop stirring it. So I uh, I guess inadvertently you you kind of touched on some of what today's topic is with fellowship and how you use fellowship. And, you know, your situation is different than Dennis and I in that we don't have partners that are in the program. Um, But the fellowship, I think it's important no matter what your home life looks like. And I honestly, before I came into the rooms, when somebody (laughs) said fellowship, my mind immediately went to Lord of the Rings. Um, And my ass. (laughs) What was first? What? Was was. Was Lord of the Rings Fellowship first, or was Bill like? Ancient? Yeah, but that's not what he asked. Was it was it Tolkien first, or Bill and Bob? Were written. Yeah, did Tolkien actually coin well, when Fellowship the, first? When were the books written? Weren't the books written in like the twenties or the thirties? Yeah, like thirty five, thirty eight, Oh, no, talking about Lord of the Rings. Like, yeah, oh, Lord of the Rings was like the 1700s. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was like 1492, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, like J.R.R. Tolkien oh, got boy. off of the Mayflower and was like, "I've got an idea for a book." Yeah. No, Tolkien was definitely yeah. like our parents' time. Yeah. So, so the definition of fellowship, I haven't looked it up, but you, what do you guys? Like, what would you say fellowship means to you? Like, your definitions. Dennis? Fellowship. Um, oh, God, that's a hard one. A definition of fellowship. Um, I don't know. To me, I look at it as, like, the fellowship is, like, my extended family in a way. They're like, my friends and the people that I converse with fellowship is doing a podcast out it? in the middle of nowhere and seeing who one of your who friends walk up. Hey Jim, come say hi to our podcast. Hey, Jim, Jim C. Hey, how you doing Jim? What am I supposed to say? Oh, oh we're talking about fellowship. Do you have fellowship. a, a definite? Yeah. Definition of fellowship to you. Huh. Well, there's different levels of fellowship. 
all right? And I would say in its purest sense, it's a heart-to-heart with the each of the people listening as opposed to anticipating what they're going to say in response, all right? I think that the hardest thing um, with true connection is to get out of your own way, get your, we, we see the world through filters and we have to become aware of the filters through which we see the world and which block us from true connection. Um, I think I could go on for about a week or two with this, but, <laughs> but I think I've said enough. Yeah. That Diane and I are walking yeah. around the lake. But she just, she just she left you, your wife. She just disappeared. She's like, yeah, like, like any wife of ours, she knows it might take a while. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, that's his color. <laughs> well, anyway, um, let me let me move on and yeah. attempt to be a good husband. <laughs> <laughs> good to but, see you, Jill. Yeah, too. that's kind of like a prime example, right? Like if they were just uh, if people were just members of the home group and not actually part of the fellowship, I don't think you necessarily stop you know, what you're doing to go see them, to talk, everything else. I mean, there are friends of mine. I don't know about you guys, but if you see in the street, you might be friends with them, but you're not actually gonna you know, stop. If, if you have things to do, you're on a walk with your wife, you're, uh, you're busy, you might just keep, keep moving and give yeah. them a head nod. Well, there, yeah, that, you know? that, that, that casual acquaintance where it's like the acknowledge, like, oh, I know who you are. Where like in the fellowship and the people that we've, you know, the fellowship that's grown up around us and the people that we know, like you said, that's a prime example. They care how you're doing. They wanted you to do good. And then, you know, they, they're genuinely like friendship. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's a strong bond that we share. It, it's a beautiful thing. So, James, definition of fellowship, now that we heard from Jim, Dennis, what's, what's your definition? And I guess when did you start building your fellowship? Like, did it take a while before... Uh, you started um, picking up names of your Well, uh, let me just crew, start by saying how remarkable it Talk is. Talk about me. Like, you couldn't plan that better, that Jim Crow <laughs> walked up and, and just started talking. Yeah, sorry. Jim C. Jim um, C. <laughs> and, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> his, his last name really isn't what then, you just um, said. <laughs> <laughs> we it, we actually i think we talked about him just a couple weeks ago when dennis was talking about being at the lake at the retreat yes oh, and having oh, that great conversation that was the last episode that was yeah out. yeah that's weird so yeah. you so you can check that you can check that out um no no it's, it's fine and, a little um, bit of what's uh, remarkable you know, him into about Sorry, out of all the people ahead. I have been in contact with him for the past five days because he's forming a podcast with two other people. I don't even know if he knew about ours. And he asked me to design the logo for him. So I've been conversing with him back and forth these past five days. And so it's just remarkable that he came up when he did. I know, isn't that just bizarre? It was so funny. And then he's got someone else. Is it odd or is it God? Well, I gave him. So the, I the gave big him a question bunch of is, is but he has someone else in his group that um, no. wants to design it, and Jim's like, oh, I don't know if I like it. And 
it's like, hey, man, I'm just whatever. It doesn't matter. Like, whatever you guys are happy with. So, um, no, he didn't like his friends. Wait, but, he said um, he didn't like yours? I, I, I saw it. It's it's okay. I, it's, oh. It's... <laughs> All right, let me just stop it. And, um, <laughs> but, um, no. you know, I... <laughs> Before we get too mean, we're completely off so the topic. So for, for me, you know, fellowship, really, right? you know, as you guys know, right. for over a decade, I was in and out of the rooms. And I, I, I remember reading in the big book about the fellowship, how you, you, you bring about a fellowship that you crave. And, you know, I'm ad-libbing, but I remember going in to the meetings and seeing, like, friends, like, it was like being in high school again, you know, where you got like all the jocks know each other and all you got these little cliques. And and it seemed like everybody like was one big clique. They they liked each other. Now there were separate cliques, but I, I never felt a part of that. Mainly because I didn't do the steps, I didn't have a God in my life. And I kept getting drunk. So that's what happened. However, when I had my spiritual experience and I came back to the rooms, I, I quickly saw like, like I had been transformed and I did the steps. And when I moved to celebration, you know, I, I, I did, I met Dennis like in the first month and then we just sat next to each other. And then we just always sat next to each other. And we just, we just talked. We had a lot in common. We both like film and we both like coming up with stories and drawing and through that, I met his sponsor. And then I met Mike. He came every Saturday and I and loved listening to Mike talk. And then I found out he was a, a radio DJ. It's like, oh, that's so cool. Because I grew up in the 80s and 90s where radio DJs were gods. And I was just like, wow, how would that how would be so cool to be like part of that? I would call every, every day trying to get tickets and stuff. And, you know, it's so cool. And to be like friends, best friends with you guys. And my sponsor is my sponsor, but we're we're still kind of friends. But I think when you have a sponsor, well, you know, he's he's busy and you know, he's <laughs> kind of he's definitely my friend. We talk about Star Wars all the time. But um for me, my fellowship is just yeah, going through the day peaceful, relaxing, and then I'll get a call the kids we're coming to pick you up and then we go and we, we go camping or we go dirt bike riding. And, you know, for me, most of my friends are single. So I, I have one little extra layer that I have to, to involve. And that's my wife. And most of the time she's like, okay, that's fine. Just be safe. But a lot of times I'm like, I can't go guys. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> But one thing where you benefit out. too with your wife being, hey, Ryan, come here, come here, <laughs> Ryan. Somebody else cool. is a fellow. She is like, nope. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. What were you saying? Uh, you touched on one thing that where you benefit with your wife being in the program is that she understands how important fellowship is and time with fellowship is. Yes. But she's also friends with all of your friends as well. 
you know, so we can go out to pizza and stuff like that. And it's not like you're leaving her at home alone yeah, or, yeah. you know, it's, I took her, we're all, we're all part of the same. I went, the, like the first time I learned how to ride a dirt bike, she went, she saw me do a wheelie and crash the first time. And she hasn't gone since. <laughs> yeah. She's like, no, that's, no, uh-uh. I'm not. Doing that was that, the last but. time she went. But since then I've gotten really Have you guys been in a situation? Have you guys been in a situation where you're hanging with the uh, thing that I like is like back when you're in high school or college or even like when you uh, early twenties and thirties. A lot of people's friends look the same in that they're about around the same age, have some of the same similarities, and the fun thing about fellowship that's different is I know like my first group that I had in uh, Burlington, Vermont, if you put us in a lineup and say, okay, out of these 30 people, what five are part of each other's fellowship? You would never pick that the five of us are in the same fellowship because we look very different, you know? Some of us are in our uh, 70s, others are uh, motorcycle guys, another guy is a police officer, and the common bond of having this solution um, and having, you know, these these steps and these uh, set of tools, it's like that's what bonds a fellowship that we're talking about, which is like way, way different. You know, and one of my favorite things was bringing my fellowship around to like my uh, different work events or anything that I could. And people would be like, what do you guys have in common? And like, look at us and be like, oh, Mike, I'm glad you said that that? because and I'm like, one of my my best friends in the world, because I see and like truly I consider a best friend is Steve. And, you know, I love all the old timers in our meeting, but for some reason, Steve is just like he's he's a 30 year old trapped in a 70 year old's body and he you don't even see his age but he he's very calm and he likes to have <laughs> yeah. fun and it's just, i love hanging out with him and i never would have thought that you know it's just amazing the, and his story is so similar to mine like how he went in and out of the rooms and how he had a spiritual experience and everything was changed. That's exactly what happened to me. It was really cool. I love listening to Steve talk. Yeah. Do you guys have, uh, sorry, Dennis, you can go. Uh, Yeah. That's one thing that is, is the diversity of, of the rooms. It's, It's like, like all of y'all touched on, like, and I think I've mentioned in, in podcasts before where I have a, a friend of mine that I came in and I've eaten breakfast with him until the pandemic came like almost every day for like three years, two and a half years or whatever. And if you were to look at us, we're completely different people, completely different backgrounds and everything on the surface, we are opposites in political views and backgrounds and careers and you know, everything, but we, we have a, a friendship, a bond that is, you know, that we truly like love each other and care about each other and stuff like that. 
And when we go out with like groups and do things, when we go to Disney World or go dirt biking or anywhere, the group is always different. You know, we all dress differently. We're all different ages. We're all differently, but we're able to have this fellowship, this friendship that is deeper where we care about each other. We care about how people are doing. We would give our shirts off our backs for anyone, you know, like. Even your taco shirt? That's a rare thing to find in anywhere in the world at this moment, you know. Do you guys have a... Yeah. (laughs) I almost wore my taco shirt today, but I didn't. (laughs) Yeah. What what you tacoing about, right? Right. Do you guys have a favorite uh, memory or event that you did with your, your fellowship? And maybe what you got out of it um, in retrospect, because they're part of your fellowship and not just uh, friends, like what it meant to you. Maybe it's something you never even shared about, but why that event meant something to you. Who wants to go first or do you want me to? Oh, I mean, I got, a, I got a lot of them. I'll name like two of them. Uh, one is like earlier this year, at the end of last year, I was going through just stuff like just overwhelmed with a lot of life stuff, a lot of good stuff, a lot of mixed stuff, you know, just, just a lot. And I was like, I don't know. I was just in a shitty state of mind. And I talked to, to James and I was, I don't remember if I, like how I I don't remember if I spilled the beans or whatever. That's how almost insignificant like these problems are that we have. But what I do remember is that after like, talking to James and what I was going through, he's like, let's go see Aladdin. And I'm like, what? He's like, let's go see Aladdin. So we went and saw Aladdin. The guy Richie directed the live action one with Will Smith. And it was exactly what I needed at the moment that I needed it. You know, whether he knows that or not or whatever is irrelevant. It just, you know, it's just in those moments where normally back in the day before the rooms, you would isolate, not talk about it. You would deal with your problems on your own and they just would never get fixed or you never get out of that state of mind. Now you, now I have friends that I can talk to and tell them and they'll say, let's go to Disney world. Let's go to Aladdin. Get me out of that mindset that I'm in. And that's, that's priceless. Another thing is, is like when you have, your friends show up to life with you that doesn't even have to do with like recovery or anything, you know, like last year or whatever in the couple of years that I've been here, there's been a couple of incidences or uh, events that I had to do like premieres for like short films that I worked on and, or one that I made and stuff. And to have like, you know, some of my friends dress up, you know, and ties and dresses and stuff and go to these events with me as just to support me is it makes you feel all warm and fuzzy inside. You know, it makes me more comfortable in having to do that as well. You know, and I, I, I don't know. What does that mean to me? I mean, it means the world to me. You know, Hi. Oh, I'm going to cry, Dennis. Yeah. James. <laughs> yeah. You know, when I, um, whenever I feel oh. that one of my friends is, in pain, you know, I just, I, I feel like I have to do something. I don't know why. And a lot of, it just goes right to fun. Well, what can we do that's fun? 
Like I will go and see a movie rather than sit and talk about it. But during, you know, the movie and there and back, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit, but um, I thought you were going to say Thailand, Dennis. I'm surprised. He went to Thailand with his book. <laughs> oh yeah, that too. I mean, dude, his but that's sponsor is a sponsor. bigger kid than us. Can a sponsor <laughs> be part of fellowship? Oh, yeah. And um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, I let me tell you about. Sponsor, but it was also with another friend in the fellowship as well. Oh, I was just gonna say, and that was a that was a part. Big... You know, your sponsor when you go on introduced me to him. You know, he was. I was just like, man, this guy is what, 15 years older than me? And he's, he's, he does more stuff than me, like childish. He just doesn't follow the rules all the time, which is fine. But sometimes my wife is like, oh, God, you're going to go hang out with Mike. <laughs> but, uh, and not, not you, Mike, the other Mike. You're, you're like. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for, I know, for, I know, I'm aware. For complete transparency. Yeah. Oh, and then when I did that, he ran. He was like, oh my gosh, my bike. That's right. <laughs> true story, true story. And, um, you know, one thing I like, um, <laughs> like, I'll just be, Mike, he doesn't, he likes to be doing stuff all the time. And um, I do too. Like, I like to do stuff. So he, he always knows whenever he calls me, well, at least before this pandemic, I would all I was like, yes, let's do it. Like he's like, James, let's go, uh, let's go pool hopping. He's like, yes, let's do it. And one of the fun things we like to do is like, he'll just call me up and then be like, let's go to one of the Walt Disney World hotels, and then we'll just go and we'll explore these magnificent hotels, and and then we'll just we'll hop on a boat. Yeah, one of the theme parks. From hotel to hotel and like free boat rides and stuff. And one of the cool things about living here in Celebration is that we're right by Disney Springs. And Disney Springs is an amazing place with performers and shops and, you know, just great places to get ice cream and coffee and see a movie. And, you know, these guys like Dennis and Mike and Jared, they're just like, let's go, let's go have fun. Like every day. It's like they just want to have fun. And when they get tired, they're like, okay, let's rest for a little bit. But they don't rest for long, maybe a day, and then they're out doing stuff again. So it's really cool to get these calls and just being feeling a part of, you know, and it's, it's truly a blessing. You know, I love doing stuff and having a good time. And we never, we never get in fights. We never really argue. I saw Dennis get mad at Mike one time. I don't remember why, but it was like, uh-oh. <laughs> when you guys were sharing about, you know, these fun experiences, whether it was the, the dirt biking or the movies or the, the events, the funny thing is some of my favorite fellowship memories are the ones that, we really weren't doing anything, whether it's we were sitting outside of the coffee shop or uh, in the uh, what's it called? Market Street Cafe, you know, the, the cafe down here. Some of my favorite yeah. things when I moved to town four years ago, it was just before you guys had entered the rooms was going out for breakfast 
and with uh, Al, with William, with Steve. And I don't know why, but even at that point when I had two years in the rooms, I would get a little weirded out when people would hold hands and pray before eating. And when we did that, that was the very first time when I moved here that I'm like, you know what? Like, this isn't weird. Like, this is this is actually a great connectivity of making sure that, you know, I have both feet in and I'm taking this serious. And there would be some of the best conversations that were had. I feel like for me, if there's so much going on, sometimes I can't connect, you know. And sometimes if there's just three of us and there's nothing else going on and you're sitting there and you're waiting for your food to get there and then you eat and then you hang around an hour after. By the way, waiters and waitresses love when you hang around like an hour to two hours after the food is done. They love it. They, they love it. They actually, they would prefer you actually to come in, order just water with lemon, <laughs> nothing else, and just sit there and just talk, right? Is that true? You guys I used to are... do that in middle school at a Mexican <laughs> restaurant. We'd order one Coke for four of us, and then we'd get unlimited chips and salsa. Yeah. Four straws, please. <laughs> <laughs> And then you blow bubbles and it goes all over the table and you don't clean it up. I don't think it's fun. No, probably not. Probably not. But it's it's just funny the um, moments that happen. I think back. Some of my favorite memories are conversations that were had, um, you know, just like that, you know. I like that. I know that 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 means a lot to me. Not to be, um, I guess... Controversial is not the right word, but like there's such a a juxtaposition between what you guys and going out and doing a bunch of things to I actually like doing nothing. You know, I would like doing the stuff with you guys, too. But sometimes I feel like I'm I'm missing out and people in the rooms share in a general way. Um, And sometimes I need a basis so if you share in a general way in the rooms i actually know what's really going on with you and that's that's the before or after the meeting you know is when that's found out within the fellowship do you guys want to add into fellowship before we uh we say goodbye well yeah i wanted to say that one of the cool things about you know going to the rooms and having meetings and being accountable for your actions and and really, well, I learned early on that you can take advantage of the fellowship of the rooms with anything that's going on. All you need to do is share. So like, like whenever I have issues come up, I'm very, I let people know what's going on with me as far as like, I'll just bring it up like legal issues or, you know, child support. Or I remember one time I brought up that I, and applied for life insurance, and when they asked if I did, if I if I've ever done illegal drugs, I was like, yes. And, and when I shared that, everyone when I shared that in the rooms, everyone's like, no, no, no. Some things you you don't share, especially to an insurance agency, they're the devil. So you know, you get all this. That's actually from my my sponsor. He's like, yeah, insurance companies are, are the devil. Don't don't 
give them any, <laughs> don't give them any information. So, you know, it's cool because the fellowship, because so many people have gone through everything. So naturally, after the meeting, they'll come up and talk to you. Be like, yep, yeah, you learned the hard way, James. Next time, ask your sponsor. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. <laughs> Well, I think you touched on something there that we haven't really touched on yet is that, you know, like fellowship is all fun and games and having friends and doing fun stuff is awesome. But to really like take the most advantage out of fellowship and your friendships and stuff like that is to utilize them in that way of actually opening up to them, being able to be vulnerable with the people close to you is where you get the most benefit out of it. You know, when you're going through something, you have to use your friends in the sense of let them know so that they can help you or be with you. So you're not alone, you know? So if you, you know, I remember as a kid, we used to like have a lot of friends and stuff, but we would always talk about whatever music we were listening to movies and stuff like that. And we never talked about the deep, feelings or the emotions or the problems we were having where now like all of these friends that we have all this fun with uh jim who passed by the other member of the fellowship that ran by and didn't (laughs) stop like james mike all these people we've mentioned there's not one of them that i don't feel comfortable enough to go up and be like look i'm having a lot of anxiety right now i'm feeling really shitty like this, I have these issues, I'm feeling depressed or sad, like whatever it is, I know that all of these people are there for me. And that's like the true benefit of, yeah, of the fellowship. I think it's beautiful. You want to put a bow on it, guys? You want to put a bow on it? Sharing our experience, strength, and hope with you on episode 42. That 42 is the answer to the life, universe, and... Oh, wait. Oh, sorry. That was, that's that's, that's not it. It's the fellowship all aboard. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I got one. Okay. I got a serious one. To watch people recover, to see them help others, to watch loneliness vanish, to see a fellowship grow up about you, to have a host of friends. This is an experience you must not miss. And we'll see you next time.